WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. And the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game offs on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. So we kind of made a video very similar to this one last week. We were talking about you know the positions that we feel that the Colts uh, should address in the offseason. This one's going to be kind of similar to that, but at the same time, we're kind of just going off of a little more emotion on this one and talking about what kind of positions the Colts might be lacking specifically in regards to what we've been seeing around the NFL and what we think the Colts need to do. So Colts nation has been talking about it all over social media. We've seen it and we've been talking about it and we watched the same games as you guys did. We watched this last week's football games. Absolutely entertaining. I mean, they were very, very fun to watch. I mean, would you agree, Cody? This might've been, in my opinion, might have been the most fun weekend of watching football that I have ever seen from any uh, any spot just due to just how much drama there was amongst all of these games. Yeah, it's like you watch one game and you think, oh, that's the best it's going to get. That was a really great football game. And then it just progressively got better as the weekend went on. It's It's one of those times, Derek, where I seriously stop and think, how do people not love the game of football? Like, I can't even begin to fathom that because it was such an exciting weekend of football. Like, you know, I typically don't really care, you know, if the Colts aren't in it, I don't really watch it, but there were some games I had to watch. Like they were just so down to the wire, you know, and they were back and forth, back and forth. And then to end it the way that the weekend did, you know, with that Bill's chiefs game. I mean, yeah, it, it was just an exciting week of football. Honestly, in my memory, one of the, probably one of the best divisional round, matchups um in, in terms of the game slates and the, how the games turned out that I've ever seen honestly with with how close and how tight each game was and how exciting like you mentioned all the drama that happened all the back and forth I mean it was incredible man. it was incredible it was, it was fun. fun football rules man football rules between those four games the combined point differential was 15 points amongst those four games I mean think about that you're right just going Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Like every single one of those games had a, the chance to be a different outcome all the way down to the stretch, right? And, you know, we're, as we're watching this madness unfold as Colts fans, we're watching this all unfold. You know, we're, we're a lot of us thought at the same time, we're thinking, what do these teams have that are playing it this weekend? that the Colts don't have, that the Colts could have been put in that position to begin with, right? And I think we'll talk about this one because everyone's talking about it. And it is 
the quarterback position. And we're going back to it again. We've been talking about it a bunch over on this podcast over the last week, and we're going to continue to talk about it until the Colts name their starting quarterback for the 2022 season. We saw, you know, that we saw Joe Burrow, despite getting sacked nine times against the Tennessee Titans, still found a way to win the game against the Tennessee Titans. You saw, uh, and then you ended up seeing, what was it? Jimmy G beating out Aaron Rodgers, right? And Green Bay and Lambeau Field, right? Then you saw Matthew Stafford and Tom Brady, two great quarterbacks. Matt Stafford going all out on the last play to Cooper Cup. And you just saw just back and forth, back and forth. It almost made me feel like we were watching the read uh we were watching the Colts Ravens game all over again, right? Where the Colts were just lose, doing everything they could to not win that football game. It felt like that for the Rams. And then obviously the game of the weekend, I mean, Matt, uh, I mean, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen just putting on clinics in that final game. And I mean, shout out to those two. I mean, they, they played fantastic football. I mean, it sucks that, Josh Allen isn't going to get a chance to uh, go further. I really thought this was going to be the year. But again, Patrick Mahomes just goes to show you what he is. I mean, of course, Cody, we're not sitting here saying that the Colts need to find their Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is going to be a generational quarterback that very few will ever be like it. But, I mean, I'm sitting there, and I'm sure you are as well. I'm sitting there, and I'm saying to myself, man, like, the Colts need to find that answer at that spot if they're going to have a chance to compete against teams like the Rams, against teams like the Chiefs, against the Bills, things like that. I know we beat the Bills in the regular season, but again, that was one time. And I'm saying to myself, if that was the same Bills team if that we were, if we were going to face them in the playoffs the way they were playing there, the Colts aren't winning that football game because we just wouldn't be able to offensively match up with them. I mean, you got to think quarterback this weekend just went to show you again, just how important that position really needs to be for the Colts this off season. It's the most important position in all of sports. I mean, I think you can clearly see that, you know, you can get sacked nine times and still have your stud quarterback go out there and win you the game. Like it's the proof is there, you know, you obviously want to have, a good offensive line. You want to have a good defensive line, but the end all be all is the quarterback position. And there's really no debate about it. There shouldn't be any debate about it. The only outlier this, this uh, divisional round was Jimmy G. Um, but also because the San Francisco defense did, did a great job on Aaron Rodgers, you know, in this Packers offense. But I think more often than not, you're right, Derek, you saw at the end of the game, how many of these quarterbacks won the game for their team, right? You know, Matthew Stafford, that throw to Cooper Cup to end that game. You know, you talk about Joe Burrow. You talk about Patrick Mahomes. 13 seconds left, he drives him down and wins him the game. You know, ties that game and wins him that game. Um, 13 seconds, Derek. That's absolutely insane. But uh, that just goes to show you, and even Josh Allen, you know, the, the reason the Bills are in that game, Josh Allen yeah. was balling. Um, So that goes to show you, I think, and, and you know, there's a lot of Carson Wentz people out there, the Carson Wentz defenders, that for whatever reason, like, you know, we've defended Carson Wentz before, but I think you you almost have to be, 
two things, either blind or ignorant, to not at least consider an upgrade at the quarterback position mm-hmm. or consider, you know, that Carson Wentz needs to really have a lot of pressure on him this season because, you know, a lot of people like to make the argument, Derek, that he didn't have a lot of weapons, which I think is a valid argument. But I think where I'm kind of looking at is like, all right, you look at some of the tape, like it's not like his receivers weren't getting open. He was just missing them near yeah. the end of the year. You know what I mean? And so um, he it's so weird. He's so hot and cold. Like he goes out there with literally no offensive line and he wins you that Cardinal game. And then he just can't even complete a pass to save his life in the Jacksonville game. So, I mean, I think what they need from Carson Wentz. So say you stay with Carson Wentz. You need him to be the Carson Wentz he was really to start the season, you know, to start that season. He was he was not the reason the Colts were losing. He was putting up pretty good stats. You know, I think he was putting them in positions to win. And then it kind of seemed like they st- they kind of, I don't know if they either just, you know, loved what Jonathan Taylor was doing and kind of overcommitted there or they lost faith in him. I mean, we'll see what happens. You know, I think the, the proof will be in how the Colts handle this quarterback position this offseason. But, you know, one, you know, it, it was pretty obvious the quarterback position is the most important position in sports. And if you don't think that Carson Wentz is the guy, like, I'm all for giving Carson Wentz another year, you know, but if you really are not sold on him being it, I think you've got to push your chips in and you got to go get a guy. There are some guys that are going to become available potentially via trade, right? And I think you almost have to, if you're Jim Irsay, if you're Chris Ballard and you're watching that, you know, you look at all the quarterbacks that were, it really, except for Jimmy G, all the other quarterbacks that were in these games were some of the top quarterbacks in the league. Like we would consider Joe Burrow, we would consider Josh Allen, we would consider Patrick Mahomes, you know, you know, so on and so forth. All these quarterbacks outside of Jimmy G, we would say are top quarterbacks yeah. in this league. So, I mean, you can you can have the best offensive line, you can have the best defensive line, but at the end of the day, we go back to that Super Bowl a couple of years ago. The Niners had one of the best defensive lines in recent memory. You know, with all the talent they had, end of the day, what won? It was a quarterback position. It yeah. is that important. And I think the Colts honestly have, you know, and I'm glad that the Colts have not committed to Carson because it's clear they understand that. You know, it's clear that they're not okay with how Carson ended the year. You know what I mean? And so um, Carson has shown you flashes, though. I will say that. And I think you do need to get him some weapons for sure or whoever your quarterback is. But your quarterback needs to be the guy that you're not questioning at the end of the year. Is he your guy? You need to know, is your quarterback the guy? Because Look at the guys you're going to be facing for the next 10 plus years. You got to figure that out there. You're going you to be have facing to. Lamar Jackson, you're going to be facing Josh Allen, you're going to be facing Patrick Mahomes for the next 10 years. Joe Burrow. Joe uh, Burrow. Yeah, I mean, you know, in the blank. Like there's so many other quarterbacks you too have, that you're going to you be facing. You have four of probably the top 8 quarterback. You have four of the top 7 quarterbacks in the league probably in this in this conference. And, yeah. yeah, and they're all young. They're all young. They ain't exactly. going anywhere. They're staying at their respective teams for a long time. And you're right. If Regardless of whether or not, you know, Carson's going to be the guy or not, you're going to have to get this guy weapons, whichever quarterback is going to be behind the center for the Indianapolis Colts in 2022. Because, I mean, look at what the Bengals just showed you this year. Look at what they just did. Burrow, despite having no offensive line whatsoever – he he has three stud wide receivers and a good tight end and a good running back. What is that offense able to do, man? Look at what they were able to do, even despite the fact that he got sacked nine times. I mean, again, it goes to show you, 
The Colts' offensive line, I mean, I could only imagine Joe Burrow trying to throw the football behind this Colts' offensive line. That would be so unbelievably uh, – that would be a cheat code for Joe Burrow. But, I mean, that's the thing I'm trying to tell people is – of course you don't want to mess with the front line. Of course you don't want to. But of course, when you're talking about what Ballard is doing, which is paying all these guys big money, right? Well, you got quarterbacks that don't even have nearly as good of an offensive line as you, and they're getting more out of their quarterback than what you are. So it's like, again, it goes to show you, if you have to trade some of these guys or if you have to make tough decisions on on salary, you have to start making those decisions, man. And we have to go into the next position here and debatable on whether uh, – I mean, we. I think you and I both agree that the quarterback position is the most important that the Colts are going to have to address this offseason, whether it's going to be sticking with Carson or going with someone else. But either way, we'll go into some of these other positions that I think are of importance. And that's getting weapons. That's getting weapons. I mean, regardless of who the quarterback is, like you said, the Colts have to get weapons. I mean, the, the weapons that this team has right now is just not very good. It's just not consistent. They're not very good outside of the running back position, right? We know Michael Pittman is turning into a potential number one wide receiver. He flashed before our eyes this last year. He played very well. But outside of that, who do you have? You don't have anyone. Right. You don't have anyone that has helped this offense transcend to another level outside of Michael Pittman and obviously the running backs. So, you know, how important do you think it is that the Colts go and get some more offensive weapons for whatever quarterback they have? It's extremely important, man. You got to set up your quarterback well. Like, you look, you talked about the Bengals. Three pretty much would be almost number one receivers on any other roster, it seems like. Um, They have three of those guys that they drafted in the first two rounds, so they obviously value that position. And, you know, you look at the Chiefs, they have Hill, they have Kelsey, they have two really big studs there. Uh, the Bills, they have Stephon Diggs, you know. And, and Gabriel Davis. And Gabriel Three Davis. Four touchdowns. Dawson Knox. So that's something that you'll notice that the Colts don't have that a lot of these other teams did do have that are, you know, were made to the divisional round or are still in it, is they have a lot of weapons offensively. Like, they are juggernauts on offense. They have a lot of guys um, that can – you know, make it when it matters, when you have the game on the line, they have a lot of guys that can really make plays and, and win you football games. And so I think it just goes to show, man, yeah, quarterback, obviously the most important, but you got to give the guy weapons. You know, you got to give him weapons to fully know what you have at quarterback. And, you know, if you give him weapons, you give him guys that, you know, will make him better. You know, obviously franchise quarterbacks make weapons better, but if you can get some weapons, that can make your quarterback better. I mean, it's just going to go so it's going to go serve you so well, I guess, you know, in the long run. And if you want to make a playoff push when you need a big play, you need to make sure you have a guy because teams are going to double Michael Pittman. I mean, down the stretch. Now they know what he is a little bit, kind of what they had with, when they had T Y Hilton, who was a stud for the Colts for years, they had no number two. And so teams would just double team T Y Hilton. They would take him out of the game. And then Andrew Luck had nobody to throw the football to, you know? And the Colts cannot make the same mistake twice. Yep. Like there's going to be a lot of guys um, that are going to potentially become available at the wide receiver and the tight end position. And if the Colts don't come away with at least a couple of those guys, 
man, I don't know what they're doing anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. you know, you can judge a quarterback all you want, but if you don't give him any weapons, that's your fault, you know? Look at so, what the Rams I mean, just did. Look at what the exactly. Rams just did. Instead of they lost Robert Woods, their clear number two guy in the middle of the season. What do they do? They go get OBJ. And look at what OBJ has been for them. He's been their clear number two wide receiver. Heck, I might even make the argument he's been just as good as Cooper Cup over the last four weeks of the season than as anyone else in the league. I mean, Cooper Cup obviously is insane. I mean, Cooper Cup's the best wide receiver uh, this season for any receiver in the league. But when you look at what OBJ has done for Matt Stafford and, and this group of guys, they just literally took Robert Woods, who was the clear number two guy, and they just replaced him. They replaced him for, for nothing. And that's OBJ, man. Like, come on. They're, and, and, and I've heard people say that you need to draft one and you need to uh, get one in free agency. I'm all for that. It, Colts, you can't just get one. It's not going to stop at one. You have to get multiples. I don't care yeah. if it's one at tight end, one at receiver. I don't care. But you have to go all in on that spot. You look at all the wide receivers. Matt Stafford, I just mentioned, he has OBJ, he has Cooper Cup, and he has uh, Higby to throw the football to. You look at uh, you look at the 49ers, they got Debo Samuel, they got George Kittle, they got Ayuk. Uh, they have those boys that have speed yep. and their agility. In Tampa Bay, same thing. Yeah, they Tampa have Bay, same thing. They have, <laughs> you know, they have Godwin, they have Mike Evans, they have other guys too, you know, so – yeah, it's just like that is the big difference I'm noticing, Derek. Obviously, besides the quarterback position, that separates the Colts from these teams. These teams are supremely more talented at the skill positions than the Colts are. Like supremely outside of running back, supremely more talented. Yeah, in all ways. The Rams, I would, I would argue, Derek, and correct me if if you disagree with this. The Rams have four wide receivers that are better than the Colts. One number one right now. You want? To I think I can make that for me. I mean, they, they have Cooper Cup, OBJ, they have Robert Woods, mm-hmm. and then, I mean, Van Jefferson, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Maybe, like, but I mean, I, yeah, I, I agree with you with three. At least at least, three. at least are better than the Colts number one. Which is insane to me. <laughs> you know, like, how? How does that happen? Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know how we were so blind to say, oh, yeah, it'll be fine with a 30-some-year-old T.Y. Hilton and a bunch of other random dudes. I don't know how we like looked at that and said that was fine, but we clearly didn't see it. And and you look at you look at wild. the Chiefs. You look at the Chiefs and the uh, and the Bills, right? And you look at uh, the Bengals as well. I mean, honestly, outside of Tyreek and Travis Kelsey, it's not like the receivers for Kansas City are that much better than any of our guys. But what do they have? One, they're speed guys. They are speed, 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 and speed kills everywhere on the field if you have a quarterback that can throw you the football. Second, they they stick around. They don't get hurt. That's the difference here. The Colts don't have those guys. They don't have guys that can burn you with 4-4 speed or, or a lower and then be able to stay on the field. That's the problem is we don't have guys like that. Kansas City does. The the Bengals do. You're right. They're, Tyler Boyd, who's their who's their third receiver, could make the argument he's better than Michael Pittman. Could yeah. make the argument. Obviously, stat wise, that's not that's not the case. But of course, he's the third wide receiver in that offense. He's still got what 700 or 800 yards receiving this year as a third wide receiver. Come on, man. 
Like, come on. That, that's crazy talk. Man, and not to mention, they also have a tight end who's really freaking good. So, yep. like, and he was on the free agent market too, if I'm not mistaken. I don't, I don't know if it, he will be this year or if it was last year. But either way, I, I mean, again, I, it just goes to show you. You're right. This Colts skill position group, outside of running back, is just so outmatched between yep. everybody else in the league. Are you finally ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. The excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. Get exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on the action with your favorite teams and players from the NFL, MLB, NHL, Gold, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. Right now at WinBet, you can find great promos, odds, and payouts from boosted parlays to live in-game offs on every major sport. WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. Or subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Yeah. So I get like why people are saying give Carson another year because he had nobody to throw the football to. I get it. Yeah. I get it. (laughs) We're appealing to the the defenders there. (laughs) Right. The people that have commented mean things earlier are now like oh they're talking our language now so (laughs) well here's the here's a position that i think is more important than weapons uh not saying weapons isn't important but here's one that i think has been proven once again that ballard has waited too long on this there in okay so in the rams game specifically and in the tennessee titans and Bengals game specifically in that game, in the first, in the Tennessee Titans Bengals game, do you know that there were five sacks in the first four drives of that game? Five sacks. Wow. Five in the first four drives <laughs> of that game. And then, in, obviously, when you look at the Rams, right? Who do they got? They got Aaron Donald, best defensive player in the league. You got Vaughn Miller, who they signed in, in the uh, before free age or uh, before the trade deadline. He came in. He's he's been a stud. They got Leonard Floyd in the offseason, paid him a little bit of money, but he's still getting sacks. You know, you look at these teams, and then also obviously the 49ers, they lost DeForest Buckner. They still got Nick Bosa, who's playing at a great level. They got Eric Armstead, who is a stud. You know, you look at some of these teams, and even the Bengals, the Bengals with uh Trey Hendrickson. And Sam Hubbard, those boys can still get some pressure. Those boys have been pretty decent this year. I mean, you're looking at these teams that have pass rush. And how did Brady lose? How did Brady lose? Oh, I know why. You get to the quarterback. You allow him to sit and pick you apart. He will do it without a moment's hesitation and you will lose games and it's one of the main reasons the Colts defense has been so bad at times this year because when the chips are down and when you're in the lead and you're supposed to get these key stops and your defensive ends do not get pressure 
then you need then you're having an issue. It's why quarterbacks like Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson and other quarterbacks in the fourth quarter tore us apart late in games. Listen, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I don't think Quiddy Pay and Dio Odangbo can still be something. They definitely can be. And that's great if you draft a guy and then, you know, two, three years down the line, they start to really show that they can be really good edge rushers. That's great. But you're playing the waiting game. And that was something that I said from the last offseason that I said was going to be a downfall this year for the Colts. It potentially could be, and it is. It's showing you they are nowhere near where they need them to be for this group to get going. And I think this is the second most important position that the Colts need to address this offseason because if you do not sign a veteran, experienced, good defensive end this offseason, you will again have a bunch of young defensive ends who might get six or seven sacks that don't result in anything that provides you more experience and depth at that position while you wait for Quiddy Pay and Dio to potentially improve. Yeah. I mean, how how long are we going to sit back and wait and hope that these guys are going to develop? You know, there's no guarantee they're going to. Now, I think they have a really good shot to, like you mentioned, but it's it's time to stop with these projects. You know, it's time to stop expecting these rookies to come out and play, you know, 10 sack seasons. It, it's you got to address it, you know, and that's why we were so disgusted that you let Danico Autry walk. Yes, you know, like, two sacks in the first half. Yeah, two sacks in the first half. He had how many sacks on the year? What was it like over like a dozen? He had like near dozen or something. Like Danico Autry again. Everyone keeps saying, "Oh, Danico Autry was going to take time away from from the young guys." What young guy is going to get you 12 sacks? Which one? You didn't even have to take time away from Quiddy Pay. You drafted Quiddy Pay to be one of your end guys. You have Autry on the other side. And then Dio Odebo. Okay, Dio Odebo. He doesn't play the whole season. Dio didn't even play until over halfway into the season anyway. And so what if Danico Autry is taking time away from Kamoko Ture, Al-Qudi Muhammad, Isaac Rochelle? What? They didn't even combine for as many sacks, all three of them, as Danico Autry had this year. Like, think of how demented that is. Having Danico Autry on this defensive line this year would have immediately made this Colts defensive line better and defense better. It would have. It was a big blunder by Ballard. That was one of the biggest ones that I said was going to hurt. I was pissed when it happened. I'm pissed that Ballard let him walk. And he went and showed you, even though they lost, he was he was one of the best dudes on that defensive line all year. Yeah, and Danico Autry had freaking uh, 10 sacks this year. I mean, just think about that. 10 sacks. I mean, what – I mean, I don't even – I don't even think there was a, a – Defense alignment for the Colts that got anywhere above eight. Let me check on that. Um, but I think you're right, unfortunately. Uh, let me pull up the player stats here so I don't tell you wrong here. Um, <laughs> yeah, as far as sacks go, <laughs> oh boy, you're going to love this, Derek. Okay. Uh, okay, so DeForest Buckner was your leading sacker. Uh, take a guess at 
the most sacks by a defensive end for the Colts. And who do you think it was? By a defensive end? Yes. Al-Qudi Muhammad at five. Nope, he had six. So Six, okay. But he's your leading guy. He's, yeah. He wasn't even supposed to be a starter, man. Yeah, he, yeah. Alcudeen was supposed to be a a backup for you, uh. and he was a yeah. He he was the guy you signed for three million dollars this offseason to be brought back. Three and million I, I dollars. Guarantee, didn't he get like he got like two of them in the Texans game too? By the way, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of those were kind of coverage sacks too. So it's not like he's the guy going out there and you know making something happen. So. And Quidipe had four the whole year. Yeah, I told I told Colts fans that don't be surprised if he gets six or less. Right. It's it unfair to expect him to get. Yeah, it was unfair to expect him to be that way. And I just, I just, yeah, again, going back to it, it's just so dumb that Ballard just let all these experienced guys walk and you just say, well, we're just going to go with our young guys. Like, That'd be different if you had the rest of your roster figured out to where you thought, or if you were a bad team and you, which the Colts are not, and you just said, okay, well, we're just going to figure these guys out. We're just going to see what they got. Yeah. Like it would be a different scenario. I'm going to say this, Cody, and I'm going to say it now and I'm going to speak it into existence. <laughs> if the Colts do not sign Hassan Reddick to their, to their roster, when by the time free agency's done, I'm done. I'm done. I, I I have no trust in Ballard at any point with the defensive end groups. Nothing. None. And I'll tell you what. I'll tell you one thing. If you don't want to go with, uh, you don't want to change your quarterback. If you don't want to do anything with that, that's fine. I got one blockbuster move you can make that makes this defense immediately better. You want to know which what player that is? Chandler freaking Jones. Chandler Jones is going to be a free agent this offseason. Again, Chandler Jones, one of the premier defensive ends in the league right now. Dude always gets double-digit sacks every year. I mean, he's in contention a lot of times to be the potential sack leader for years and years. I mean, I think it would be, again, if you don't want to spend your money on a quarterback or a couple other things, go spend your freaking money on a, on a, on a big-name defensive end like that. And watch this defense get immediately better. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Yep, and you know it, you've struck out multiple times at defensive end in terms of drafting a guy. You yep. don't have a first round pick this year, so if you just run it back with these guys, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, you, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you, you you can't run it back with this same group. You, you can't. can't you just can't. Like, it would just be almost borderline negligent, you know, to to not to not address it in some way. Because you talked about there's a couple guys that are proven guys. You know, proven guys. Ballard, you can fix your mistake of letting Nico Autry go. Bring in a veteran guy. Now you have a veteran guy and you have Quiddy Pay, who you like a lot. He had a solid rookie season, has obviously things to improve on. But you need an alpha, man. You need an alpha now. You need a guy that can get to the passer. How many years have we been saying this, Derek? I'm sick and tired of waiting and hoping on guys. Oh, you yeah. got to make it happen. Especially at that position. Yeah, that we I, I don't know how many years it's been. I mean, since Robert Mathis had that uh nineteen and a half sack season. Yep. We haven't had a consistent guy. I mean, Eric Walden got like what eleven that one year, but that one year he was good and then we let him walk and then he ended up being a nobody afterwards. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the best uh edge rusher we've had since twenty seventeen. I mean that's sad. <laughs> It's bad. It's That's sad. Bad. And Eric Walden was not a good player. I mean, let's just call no, it. No, he wasn't. Him. He really wasn't that good. No. So that tells you the lack of success we've had at defensive end. You know, Danico Autry might honestly be in contention for the best defensive end the Colts have had in the last five, ten years. I mean, honestly, yeah, at least the last five for sure. Yeah, five years, I guess, because math. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it is that important. It's important. To have a great have a great quarterback, you know it, it, that's the most important. But if you can affect the quarterback, I mean the the fact that the Bills were not able to do that, I mean, it showed. When Patrick Mahomes had time, he could drive him down in thirteen freaking seconds. Oh my gosh, yeah! And look back to uh, the Super Bowl last year. I mean, granted, Mahomes didn't have both of his tackles, but again, what it, what sh- what happened when Mahomes was getting pressured by four? I mean, they had such good uh, edge rush and such good pass rush. They could bring four guys and still keep seven back, and they were consistently getting pressure on Patrick Mahomes. That is what you need. I mean, again, credit to the freaking Titans. I'm gonna, I am can't believe I'm saying it, but their defensive line, I mean, they bought their defensive line for the most part, and my gosh, it was really good this year. I mean, it was it was actually really, really good this year, and I'm quite surprised. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you got to do that, man. Like, I know Ballard's not a guy that loves to go out and spend a ton of money, but like, at some point, what gives, man? Like, if you're not gonna, if you're just gonna sit on that money and you're not gonna go get and invest, it's gonna be a little bit of a risk. That's okay. At least we know you're trying, man. Like, you know, yeah. and, and I think as fans, that's just that's what we want to see. We want to make we want to know that you actually want to build a winner here. You know what I mean? And yeah. you, you show us that by going and investing where it matters, you know? Yeah. And the positions yeah. where it matters. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. right. I mean, the Ballard has done a great job of setting a foundation where it's at. That's great. We're glad that you have, but now it is time to start addressing the positions that really matter, the ones that really set your team apart from everyone else, right? And that's the big thing. And and people keep talking about the cap situation. Look, there are three or four moves that the Colts can make this offseason that will almost double their cap space, almost double it. So there's no excuse. There isn't. 
if you've got the culture that you say you have, then let's make some moves happen here. And yep. I'm going to just do this move just for just for uh, shits and giggles here because I think it's pretty funny because uh, I've seen people talk about it on the internet for quite a bit today. I think it's important that the Colts get this one specific position right, and I think they need to figure it out. And it's the freaking kicker. It's the no. freaking kicker. Again, say what you want to say. Three out of these four games this past weekend were decided by a kicker being able to make a field goal from whatever distance. And look, dude, for the first time in my life, I saw an NFL kicker. Okay. I saw an NFL kicker short up a kick from under 50 yards. That's the first time I think I've ever seen that. I mean, the Rams kicker, now let's let's be honest, he made the, the game winner, so I can't trash him, even though he kicked it from the 20. So it's not like that. That's a chip shot. Yeah. But even then, like he he shorted a 47-yarder, bro. Like <laughs> I was making fun of people. I was like, even Hot Rod could nail that. And we talk all the time about how he has no leg even though I don't really think that's true because I've seen him make a 53-yarder against Green Bay. But, I mean, yeah, it's – I think it's one of those things where we've been talking about, like, you know, as Colts fans, we've kind of had fun at poking at who's going to be the starting kicker for uh, the Colts going forward. But I think they need to figure that thing out. They really do. I mean, as much as guys like Zach Hicks – will tell you that they absolutely despise kickers and the fact that, you know, special teams should not decide games anymore. It is a, it, it is a big part of today's NFL world. And this weekend just showed you that. Special teams won almost every game this week, and it's important. So to have a kicker that can nail something up 50 yards plus and nail it practically every time, I think is a severely underrated position that people need to start taking more seriously. Yeah, and just like the quarterback, the kicker is in question again. You know, like you need to stop having flux at the same position off season after off season. So, yeah, I mean, I think you just gotta you gotta figure it out, man. And you gotta stick with the guy. I mean, you figured out your punter, you figured out your returners. Like, why can't you figure out kicker? You know? Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's important. It's important as much as people want to deny it. Having a good kicker. I mean, Adam Vinatieri. Think of the Colts Super Bowl run. Adam Vinatieri. It's a game where he had to kick five field goals in hostile territory. He hit all five, and the Colts yep. won. Sometimes you got to win those games, you know, those tough games, and you got to make sure your kicker can do it, as opposed yep. to what happened in Baltimore this year when Hot Rod completely – I know he was injured, but he misses key points, and you lose that game in overtime. Yep. Like, that is the difference in being a 9-1 football team versus being a 10, 11, 12, 13-plus win football team those little things they matter man they matter special teams matters yep and uh you know the special teams really hurt us in a bunch of games this year and especially in that ravens game you know we we make that field goal that carson wentz put us in great position with 40 seconds left against that ravens defense and moved us all the way down the field to get that last kick and it just doesn't go in We'd be talking about Carson Wentz and how amazing he was in that game versus Lamar Jackson. But uh, any other positions that you can think of that we need to address, or did we pretty much hit all of them? I mean, I think like 
those were probably the big four um, that you have a lot of question marks on. And I would say maybe corner might be one that you could argue because, I mean, you have your three guys that you feel really good at, but you need depth at corner. You know, I think you need to sign an outside vet free agent if you're probably going to like let Xavier Rhodes walk. I'm assuming that's what the Colts are going to do. Um, you got to probably get just a, you know, another veteran guy in there that you feel confident can step in. Maybe not necessarily as a starter. But, you know, if you need a guy that can fill in when needed, I think you need a guy um, that you can maybe invest in. And may, who knows, maybe you go and get it um, in the draft or something like that, maybe like a third, fourth rounder or something like that. But I think you, corner might be a position you just need to add to a little bit. Um, you know, I don't know if we mentioned left tackle, but I think it's very important as well. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about the offensive line. I mean, you know, I, I again, think that, you know, for left tackle's sake, you know, as bad as Eric Fisher was, if you were to bring him back on a veterans minimum deal, you know, a team friendly kind of deal, you know, even then, I still think the alternative to drafting one early is still relatively good. Um, you know, I, I might get a lot of flack for saying that. I don't really care. Either way, I mean, you know, the rest of this offensive line, I mean, you know, we give a lot of crap to Eric Fisher, which he deserves. But at the same time, I mean, I can't even feel bad about my offensive line seeing what I just saw Joe Burrow have to go through Saturday night. I can't even feel bad. I can't feel bad. I can't feel bad for Carson Wentz or whatever quarterback that we get for the future. Because I just saw what Joe Burrow just had to deal with. And I'm just sitting here saying, my God, how thankful I am for my offensive line versus that one. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm going to make this argument now. The, Eric Fisher lost you games like he he killed momentum in key moments you know the one that sticks out the most to me is that Tampa Bay game you're driving down you're probably going to go score again Eric Fisher completely whiffs Carson Wentz gets strip sack and and that completely changes how that game flows you know so you just need I, I you don't need a superstar there you just need a competent left tackle that played a lot better than what Eric Fisher played last year. You know, you just need somebody who's an upgrade from Eric Fisher, which isn't very hard to do. I personally am not bringing him back. I'm not touching that with a 30-foot pull. Um, but, yeah, I think you need to probably just sign a vet or something. Um, you know, you kind of – unfortunately, you might have to band-aid it a little bit, and that's what Ballard kind of talked about. So if we have to do a short-term fix, we'll probably we'll, we'll do that, you know, because with the lack of a first-round pick – um, and I don't know if you trust a second round pick potentially, um, unless the guy falls, like it has an exponential fall. I don't know if you really trust, uh, you know, a rookie at left tackle, maybe you sign a vet, maybe a draft one. I don't know what the solution is there, but, um, right. I, I don't think you invest as much as maybe some people think in left tackle this off season. Cause I think you can maybe get by for one more year while you address these positions that you simply cannot ignore anymore. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100% agree with you. All right, well, that's going to do it for this one, guys. Let us know your thoughts in the comments on positions that the Colts are lacking. Where do you rank them amongst them? And what do you believe that the Colts should do in regards to those? Thank you guys again so much for the continued support. Hope you guys enjoyed. And as always, go Colts. Yeah.